Today is Monday, March 25th, 2019, and this is Radio Wave. Just another sunny, 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 
We have war in people's hearts reigning all across the world, every nation. We've spoken about this before, about the family. There's war in the family because there's war between mom and dad. So there's war in the heart. We're a crippled, handicapped, deformed world. And we've lost truth. What is truth? Truth is defined in nature. The very nature itself is truth. Our Lady tells us today, this is a time of grace. Many times throughout history, there's been a time of grace. There's never been a time of grace like it is now. There was purifications of a magnitude of what we're going through. But this is distinctly different. The moment we live has never happened in the past history of the world since its very beginning. We live in extraordinary grace right now that many people still do not grasp, even those who have been associated with Medjugorje for a long, long time. You might think, I get it, and you probably do, and maybe you do, maybe you don't. And you might hear a friend of Medjugorje saying this, thinking everybody's on the same page you are. We get letters that show their hearts. They still are so disconnected from Our Lady. And it's a tragedy, because some of them have been following Our Lady for decades, and they didn't convert. They just increased what they see as devotion but they didn't change their mentalities. We're going to have things that change mentalities. How do you make an atheist, a non-believer, somebody who's never known the love of God, how do you change that? What's the explanation that can make that happen? Is why the verbiage came up. It's now really proverbial in history. There is no atheist in the foxholes because you start believing maybe there is a God. Maybe there's something out there greater than yourself that you believe in because if you don't know God's love, you have nothing to believe in but yourself or being the world or making some kind of idol. So we're in an extraordinary moment that Our Lady tells us this is a time of grace. Our Lady of Medjugorje's March 25th, 2019 Monthly Message to the World Dear children, this is a time of grace. As nature renews itself for a new life, you also are called to conversion. Decide for God. Little children, you are empty and do not have joy because you do not have God. Therefore, pray until prayer becomes your life. In nature, seek God who created you because nature speaks and fights for life and not for death. Wars are reigning in hearts and nations because you do not have peace and you do not see, little children, a brother in your neighbor. Therefore, return to God and to prayer. Thank you for having responded to my call. This is a time of decision. That's not what the first sentence said, but it says this is a time of grace. In the third sentence, she says, 
decide for God. So this time is a time of decision. And God helps us in decision. Just like he helps people who may be going to be killed in a foxhole. Maybe they get a grace, even if they're in sin. Maybe I laid intercedes for them. Yes, if they're in mortal sin, they cut themselves out from the grace of God. But Our Lady is here to penetrate through that. Maybe a soldier told him the night before, hey, there is a God that exists. And maybe she intercedes for that person. She's fighting for you. Just like nature is fighting constantly. We have nature going through fall, which is dying. Everything goes dormant. The seeds drop on the ground. And actually they die. And then you come to winter, and it's death. And we go through harshness, difficulties, and that represents the world in many ways. That's why he says, God speaks through many ways, through nature and through people. This is the first time I've seen a lady say the word nature three times in this context in the way she speaks it. It's a very profound message. I was really excited when I saw it. So we have spring coming now. What happens in spring? What is dead resurrects. It's amazing looking how trees sit there, all the cold, the freezing, the wind blowing, everything that happens. It comes out anew again. Because a tree really is dead. Wood inside of a tree is completely dead. You have flown tissue. It splits. One goes to a bark, which dies, and one goes inward, which turns wood. That's what the ring is about. All that wood inside is dead. It's just a little bit of growth, one cell thick, again, the flown tissue, that divides both ways, making bark and the other making wood. It's amazing what really is alive in a tree. Most of it's dead. Every year, it resurrects. It's a beautiful, incredible material that only God can make and create and conceive. I was coming back from one prayer, looking at the trail and looking at the trees and just contemplating how these creatures are starting to wake up. And here it is, a lady comes talks about this message. And she says that. Nature speaks. It fights for life, not for death. And that's a representation of people, of mankind. We'd be fighting for life, not for death. People are fighting for death. We see it everywhere. And we're part of it. Our Lady says, as nature renews itself for new life, you also are called to conversion. Noah lived in a time of grace. You say, how could that be? Because the whole world was corrupt. And nature renewed the whole world. How? Through a flood. Where did it come from? From nature. One thing you have to understand about nature is God does not have to defend truth. God doesn't have to be rescued. Nature repeatedly rescues truth and calls on God's existence. It doesn't have a free will. And the consequences of things that happen, especially with Noah and the flood, was a result of corruption and sin. Nature comes to God's rescue. We can't do it. We can't say we're going to defend the truth because truth, as puny man, we can't defend it. So how is it defended? It is protected. That's what we do. We have to protect truth. Nature defends truth. 
And that's what happens through ages, through peoples, and through nations repeatedly. We see whole places like Sodom disappear. Capernaum was cursed by Jesus, said you will be no more. Because they had the most of Jesus. That was his headquarters. Capernaum disappeared for centuries. They just found it in the 1950s and excavated it. But it never rose back up again as a town. It's a city. You get cities in Japan in places that's over a thousand years old, even 2,000 years old. How old is Bethlehem? It's there. Capernaum's not there. Because Jesus cursed the fig tree, he cursed Capernaum. And he said, it will go better for Sodom than you. So it's an amazing thing. How was it destroyed? Through nature. What happened to Pompeii? I've been there. It's incredible. You can read what happened. The lascivious life that they lived was the cause for it to be buried. We see this in the history. We can read it. It is there. And we are there. We're in this time of grace. A conversion. And we're going to see things. It rained 40 days and 40 nights with Noah. We're headed to 40 years of Our Lady. That's 14,600 days and nights. 40 years in the desert. That's what they experienced to come out to know God. And they had to go through 40 years of learning Him and take all those lessons and the Ten Commandments that followed them. And we're called back to the same. That's why we're in a unique moment never before in the history of the world. How do we know that? Because our lady said that. Literally. I'm going to speak to you like the God of Sinai spoke to the Israelites as he spoke to Moses, as he spoke to Abraham, all the forefathers. We have the same thing taking place right now. But instead of Abraham, Moses, Elijah, Daniel, and the prophets, we had the queen of them. She's over them. You think Abraham's over a lady? There's no way. Why? Because what is heaven? How can you define it? What is the greatest part of heaven? Is God. What is God? God's peace. So peace is the ultimate thing that we experience in heaven. Nothing like we'll ever experience on the earth, except for small portions of it. She stated in her message in the first words of it, March 18th, a few days ago, I am the queen of peace. If she's the queen of peace, it's not Elijah. It's not Moses. It's not all the angels in heaven. She is the queen, and she's here in her reign to cancel what she said today. Wars are reigning in hearts and nations. Who do you think is going to win? Will it be the queen of peace? Or will it be the hatred? of the wars reigning in hearts all across the world in every nation. And they continue today, because you do not have peace and you do not see. Don't see what? You don't see who's here. You don't understand who's here. We don't understand it. I don't understand it. It's bigger than I can understand. All I can do is pray, fast, sacrifice, and do what she says, because she will conquer She's not here for a compromise or a truce. She's not here for another Fatima apparition. Everything here, everything she's doing is for this victory. So these words our lady gave today is something what Noah and the flood experienced. And so when the sun came up and the ark 
struck ground on Mount Ararat, what do you think Noah felt? He felt this was a time of grace. You can't tell me they was not frightened during the flood. Telling his sons, hey, did you put enough pitch in those logs? Dad, you asked me that 12 times already, but I better go check myself again. They had to be terrified. The whole world rested in their ark. But they had to also be going to conversion because they were in a time of grace. When they landed on that mountaintop, what did they think? The purified earth, purified nature, everything is washed, everything is clean. Only the will of God existed. An amazing thing. Why 40 days? Why 40 years in the desert? Why 40 years in Medjugorje? Do you see? Do you understand what our lady said? In nature, seek God who created you because nature speaks and fights for life and not for death. So nature's going to win because we never can conquer nature. We don't have to worry about the stupid climate change stuff. That's people who don't believe in God. Nothing can happen to the earth, no matter what happens, even atomic nuclear bombs, until Jesus comes back, because that's when the world would be destroyed. And if you believe in the Bible, you can sleep in peace. Well, you have millennials now being raised, really being raised through school, education, high school, in college now, really believe that the world may end in 10 years. This is garbage. This is a lie. You can take the confidence when you read the Bible that the world won't end until Jesus comes back. And it's not going to be the end of the world before that. And so when he comes back, nobody can change that. Man can't make the schedule. Man can't lay at nature and do all the pollution we can do, destruction, everything we do with nature. We'll never do away with life because nature fights you every summer. Your grass you got to cut, the vines you have to put off your fences, your shrubs you have to maintenance, all these things growing constantly. You can't stop that. Go pour a quart of motor oil in your backyard. Just sprinkle it all over the place. It might go down a little bit. Or if you want to even be more bold, put gasoline. Be careful because it can catch on fire. And let it burn the grass and see how quick it comes back. Nature is resilience because it has no free will and God empowers it. God programmed it that way. Maria knows archaeologists who was in Ramses' pyramid. He did some of the excavation. Ramses, his body is in the Vatican Museums. It's an amazing thing. You can go look at this man and be two feet from his face and watching that, looking at that, I'm thinking, wow, this man, he's mummified. You see his face, looked at Moses face to face. It's an incredible moment. If you ever go to Rome, go see that. But what the archaeologist did, he got seeds of wheat from the pyramid. That's 3,500 years or so ago. You know what he did? He sprouted it. He propagated it. Can you imagine getting wheat that's 3,500 years old, dead, never sprouted, three and a half millennials, and now this guy's growing it. So you got all this wonderful history. You got Joseph who stored the wheat. All this there. Nature is miraculous. It has a life. 
how do you have a 3,500-year-old seed sprout? In nature, see God who created you. That's how you discover secrets. That's how you come more belief in God. That's how you raise up yourself in God. And he starts seeing you. And you want to be his son, Jesus. And I just gave a message on the 18th that Jesus be in you so that when he looks at you, he sees himself. That's a profound thing. I've been thinking about that. Is Jesus looking at me and see me the way I behaved in himself that I got Jesus? It's really a beautiful statement. It's one of the most profound statements I've seen in a long time. It makes you want to have an incentive to have more Jesus in you. We're sinners, yes. But this one phrase was a very profound thing on March 18th. So that when he looks at you, he sees himself. It puts you on your tiptoes. So nature seeks God who created you because nature speaks. That's to be taken literally. Nature talks to you. It speaks to you. That's why the book Nature Fix says there's something happens within 15 to 20 minutes walking in nature. Your brain starts creating chemicals. You get restored. It's restorative. There's literally something in nature because it was ordained that when Adam was ordered to toil the soil, that there's something comes back out of the soil other than just growth. It makes man healthy because he's physically working, but also his soul because he depends on God and God speaks through nature because nature speaks and fights for life and not for death. You can't put seeds in the ground and it comes up dead and be growing dead. But we got people today, nations who are walking dead people. There's nothing in their soul of life, only war, hatred. Satanic hatred, willing to kill people, hate people, never loving their neighbor because they don't know how to, because they don't love themselves. And that came in the family. So nature, and every family, I'm telling you, should get out of nature because it's restorative and you will feel rested after that. You don't feel rested going to a movie show or a football game. Nothing can surpass nature. Our lady's words time of grace, as nature renews itself for new life, you are called to conversion. It brings you conversion because you're small. When you go to the Redwoods in California, you're like a little bitty ant. And you look at the majesty of God. How could he make those trees there? Some of them that big when Jesus was walking the earth. Some of these trees are 2,500, 2,800 years old, maybe 3,000 years old. It hasn't moved. It didn't start over there two miles away. That tree has gone through 2,500 years. And you can't help but be in awe of something so majestic. And if that's majestic and it's just a piece of wood, how much more so to God? Decide for God, little children, you are empty and do not have joy. You go spend time in nature, you'll have joy. You won't be empty anymore. You'll be filled. You are empty and do not have joy because you do not have God. Therefore, pray until prayer becomes life. In nature, seek God who created you because nature speaks and fights for life and not for death. Wars are reigning in hearts and nations because they belong to the cities. They're in the cities. 
Where's our most crime? Where's the most sin? Is it the rural areas? Is it an area that's preserved with nature? Why is that? Reason it out. Think about it. And so our answer is, therefore, return to God and to prayer. I started Caritas all over these mountains. The prayer for the boat of God, I've told you before, is little prayers all over the rocks, all over the mountains, all at the waterfalls, every place. And I grew. I grew more there than any other place. What about Holy Mass? Well, Mass is the highest prayer in the universe. You go there and get grace. So you receive grace from Mass, then you go in nature, and God starts speaking to you. Add more voices of God speaking to my heart in nature than anywhere else. Is that to mean the Mass? No. Mass is a sacrifice. Are you living Mass after you get out of Mass? What does that mean? You're to live sacrifice the whole day. That's living the Mass. It's not just an attendant. A lot of people have the wrong mentality about Mass. They look at it as attendant records. I've talked about this before. Mass is the highest form of prayer. Therefore, you get the graces there for experiencing conversion when you put yourself in the right environment. So our lady's bringing us to a washing. Daily, she's coming here doing the laundry, washing your souls, and this is coming to an end. This is closing down. What is it going to be when the secret's released? Satan's power will be broken. Those who financially make it, I want to make a comparison of the worldly, because they work hard, they sacrifice, they make their fortune, they turn into millionaires, billionaires, whatever they do. But they sacrifice to get that point if they're self-made. Those who don't do what they did, whether they're fortunate or unfortunate, or blessed or unblessed, never made that kind of money. And our lady is telling us now, in the time of grace, to act on the grace. And you become a millionaire with graces. And you won't regret, when the secrets begin, that you haven't built your wealth in the time of grace, of structuring yourself, your life, your family, that you'll have peace. Noah spent decades sacrificing. He ran a marathon. His sons and daughter-in-laws were tired. Don't get tired because you won't regret it when you see the time that matures and the secret comes soon that you made an investment and that others went on with the life said, I'll deal with it when it comes will be too late and they'll be way behind where they need to be. And Our Lady used the words, you've heard it before, lament. When those words starts with an L and Our Lady pronounces that, lament there's no definition in a dictionary that can define that to the degree you're going to have to cognition to live to it. It will be horrible because you had the opportunity, but you wasn't ready to do everything. I got that 30%. I got the 80%. No, you need to be 100%. No, not even 100%. You need to be 110% into the messages and change the direction of your life. During the war in Bosnia, our Lady told Visca that this war that is around them physically started in the heart and only manifested once it was in the heart into their physical world. So when Our Lady says wars are reigning in hearts and nations, 
because you do not have peace. So she's speaking of the condition of the heart and the heart of nations. What then is the warning that she's giving here? Actually, Visca said that in Paris. She was at a conference and she told the crowd that wars begin in the heart and they manifest out of the heart. I watched literally back in the late 80s, 89 or so, where the Serbs and the Croatian and Muslims went to war. It started on television. They were holding up placards, kill the Pope, kill the Pope. They were having that in Belgrade. Well, that made the Croats mad. And one did this, and then the next group did this, and before you knew it, they were in war. A hellacious war. Nothing since World War II compared to it. And it all started in the heart. For a whole year, I watched this. And before that, I even felt it through prayer. When it was peace in Medjugorje, I told a friend, I don't know why, but I feel like there's going to be a war here in Medjugorje, in this region. And it happened. There was no cues for it. There was no hints for it. I felt it because I saw what was happening with Medjugorje way back then. It was being ignored. You say, how could that be? Our lady right now is being put on standby. These visionaries should be going everywhere, speaking everywhere, having apparitions everywhere. You see that happening? Let me give you a cue question. Why is that? Who's stopping them? What's the purpose of that? If you think you have a fathom of apparition, the 70,000 people went to it to see the sun, and all these thousands walked for untold miles to get there, great struggles, starving, eating on bread, for one apparition, what are we wasting one single apparition that Yvonne has, that Maria has, that Visca has? Do you realize the treasure of that? So let's say we're going to do something in New York. Yvonne goes there. And a thousand people show up. Many people convert. We've seen it. I've never gone to any of the apparitions, traveling with them or wherever they are, whatever they do, or wherever Maria does, where people didn't go to conversion. So again, I come back to the Q question. And if you don't understand what I'm saying about Q, look at the book. Big Q, little Q, calm before the storm. Read it now. Because it's in real time. And it's very connected to Medjugorje and very connected to Our Lady, meaning very connected to heaven, to all the events we see daily now in the news. All of it's connected. It's intertwined. It's part of it. So if you ask yourself, how do we have the mother of God coming down and it's suppressed? It's suppressed because Our Lady is sidelined. Yes, we get the message. Yes, we get the second of the month message. Yes, we get Yvonne on the mountain, but so much more could be done. So much more could be done. Many souls that are in perdition, if Medjugorje is green-lighted and the visionaries encouraged to go all over the place, would be saving people that are in hell now. This is the tragedy. And that's for you, I say, are going to lament especially you, in positions that you could have done something, but you didn't want to. Because you're more interested in Medjugorje being approved. You want to neutralize it. You want to calm it down to nothing. You want to normalize it. You want to de-emphasize it. Because anything that causes a ruffle has more for the Vatican to look and study it, and it may cause more problems 
for getting things smoothed out. You don't believe in the apparitions. You're apostates. And this is a tragedy. And this is sad. So I said all these things to educate you about what you said. As Our Lady saying in this message about world coming, anytime you put Our Lady away, you're putting away graces that could have helped you. And so when Our Lady says, Nature speaks and fights for life, not for death. Wars are reigning in hearts and nations because you do not have peace. You do not see, little children, a brother and your neighbor. So until we do that, we will have war in our heart. In other words, I like saying, look for every neighbor, every person, every enemy, everybody who did something bad against you as your neighbor. Love your neighbor. And the closest neighbor you have is who? It's in the family and your extended family and those you associate with, those you see every day. You have to love everybody, even if they cause you a problem. Our lady said, April 12th, 1987, if you love from the bottom of your heart, you receive a lot. If you hate, you lose a lot. Love makes great things. The more you have love inside you, the more you can love people around you. So it's that simple. You love a lot, you receive a lot. You hate a lot, you lose a lot. It works that way. Our lady said, February 28th, 1985, through love, you will achieve everything, even what you think is impossible. I want to repeat this, because if you are distanced from anybody, if you despise someone, or if you're vengeful, if you don't love your enemy, if you don't love your neighbor, you lose. Your enemy doesn't lose. You lose. Through love, you will achieve everything, even what you think is impossible. I used to quote this message all the time because I was amazed by it. And I wanted to love everybody, even my enemies. And that's why I survived almost 33 years being with Medjugorje. You don't do what we're doing or the community or what I'm doing without having difficulties. And if you don't love, you lose. If you love, even those who hurt you, even those who are envious of you, you win and they lose. And some of those who lost against me now befriend me. We know with the secrets that the visionaries have said that there was a great part of the world may be in turmoil. We know these things by what they've said through the years. This message today is really speaking about the secrets. It's telling us what's going to happen. We fight for life. Don't fight for death. There's a decision time. Why? Because we're empty. We don't have God in us. Put God in your heart. How do you do that? Start out there in nature. Go seek God in nature. The first thing that came to my mind when I read this message today was December 25th, 1988. Our lady says, little children, today is a great day. Our vice president of the United States said today, today is a great day. Why? Because what's manifesting in our nation is a lifting of corruption, a turning point, something very big. And you can understand that through the book we just released. Big Q, little Q. And it's real. And something's stirring right now. And it's going to bring peace and war. Depends on which side you're on. It's a decision. Decide for God. And so Our Lady has this message 
On December 25th, 1988, she says in the bedroom here in Alabama on Christmas night at midnight, little children, today is a great day. And then she says, I have come as your mother, queen of peace. Alea has not spoken of herself for that title, but a very few precious times. I think Our Lady said it here on different occasions, four times here, given her title. We're privileged for her just saying it one time. How much more should we be privileged? But she said it several times. I have come as your mother, Queen of Peace. And why does this remind me of today's message when she said nature three times, speaking about it? Because what she said after identifying herself here as Queen of Peace, she says this, Today... I give you my special blessing. Bring it to all creation so that all creation will know peace. Beautiful words. The only time our lady ever said creation is here because she dropped my wife and I in the jungle. There was nothing here. This place was abandoned. World War II, everybody moved back to Birmingham. Nobody was out here. The road here, 43, going through this valley, in the daytime, it would be two and three hours before you would hear a car go down the road. That's how isolated it was. And we literally carved our life out of the woods, out of nature, living in nature. And everything our lady's done here is that. We got the Grotto La Pluie. We got the field. We got the cross on the mountain. We got everything to give us nature. On the evening of January 19, 1989, Our Lady said, I ask you to pray and demand, asking boldly for the graces from me. I will intercede in front of God for you. She wanted to give graces. She was encouraging. Say, just ask me for some things. I want to establish something here. I want prayer to become a joy for you. And that's what our rosary is today. It was such a joy today. It's always a joy. Our rosary is beautiful. Pray until prayer becomes a joy for you. And today she said, little children, you are empty and you do not have joy because you do not have God. Therefore, pray until prayer becomes your life. Prayer is our life. We went straight from work, straight to mass last Saturday afternoon, and four or five of the little girls ended up right behind us in the pew, and they got their giggles during mass. And they couldn't quick. It was actually the priest did something on the altar and a few people laughed. But they kept giggling. And they kept us giggling going on. And the woman next to us turned around and gave a nasty look. I wanted to turn to her and give her a rock and say, have you ever got the giggles during Mass throughout your whole lifetime? And if you haven't, you could stone them. Because she was giving a really nasty look to him. I turned around to him, be quiet. But I've gotten giggles in Mass before. I'm sure somebody else has done that. What happens when a priest tells a joke? People laugh. But I said this only because I would like to have told her that these kids are around prayer all day long. Two hours, three hours. They go to the cross. Friday, they, they couldn't wait to climb up the mountain for the station of the cross. We had something going on with the book. We couldn't have to go there. We had to do the stations down here in the field. They're disappointed. They love going up there. Prayer is a joy for them. They are saturated with prayer. It's their life. Pray until prayer becomes your life. That's our life here. It is prayer. 
You say, well, what about when you're not praying words? Our Lady knew what she was laying out here, and Our Lady knows what she wants to lay out for you. And this is the lesson, because when she breathed in their first apparition, the words she said, in the very first time she spoke here, the very first words, November 20th, 1988, may your life be prayer. And that sentence is what she ended the 1989 apparitions here three months later. May your life be prayer. So she ended with that, and she began with that. But she added to that. She said, may your life be prayer. May your work be offered as a prayer. And may everything that you do bring you towards me. Let everything that you do and everybody that you meet be an encounter with God. So here it is. We've been ordained here that our work be offered as prayer. And our kids work with us. And it's prayer. And it's beautiful. And it's life. And this is waiting for you. You might say, well, you're 32 years ahead of us. You can take heart with this after we've been doing this 32, 33, 34 years. Because I knew Medjugorje before I went there 32 years ago. And they just told you, just fresh, February 25th, 2019, I am calling you to a new life. It is not important how old you are. Open your heart to Jesus who will transform you in this time of grace. Like nature, you will be born in a new life in God's love. And you open your heart to heaven and the things of heaven. So that's your call. And that's what I was saying about nature. And what is nature? Nature encompasses all the work of God. And our lady mentioned nation today. Nation and nature share the same root word. I got a question to you. Do you know what the root word means for nature and nation? To be born. And then this February 25th message, 2019, open your heart. Jesus, who will transform you in this time of grace and like nature, you will be born into a new life of God's love. See how these things intertwine everything? Everything crosses over when you start speaking and going through it. Is beautiful, very powerful. Our Lady is here to be the queen of peace, and she will not rest until that's achieved. Don't be a loser. Be a winner. So this is the time of grace, Our Lady tells us. Nature renews itself, and that should be prompting you for a call to conversion. If there's anything this message says, the most important element is decide for God. You cannot stay on the fence any longer. It is decision time. You have to move one way or the other. You will not be able to stay in the middle any longer. A little of this, a little of that. As God with all your heart Love your enemy with all your heart. Love yourself with all your heart. And that's how you love yourself when you love everybody else. Wish you a lady. We love you. Good night.
This ends the radio wave broadcast with a friend of Medjugorje. These broadcasts are available as CDs, which are sent directly to your doorstep on a monthly subscription. For information, contact Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000.